What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. My guest today is a longtime friend, and he was on the show probably seven years ago. And he, his show, his podcast with Justin was the reason why I joined Seven Figure Flipping. So you're definitely going to want to listen to this one. And he's doing something unique in his business right now that I've never seen anybody else do. And I don't know that anybody else out there is doing it. And he opened up the book. He's going to share everything with you on this show. So stay tuned and we'll roll the theme music. And then I'll be back with my good friend, Brett. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. What's up, everybody? I am back with another amazing show today. Uh, I can't wait to interview my guest, actually. We have known each other for a really long time, um, and I'm really excited to catch up with him. So uh, you guys, if you've been listening to podcasts for a really long time, since the very beginning of Seven Figure Flipping specifically, then uh, you will remember my guest today. If you have only been listening to the show recently, you have no idea uh, what I'm talking about. And um, so if you're one of the OGs, longtime listener, uh, you will know this guy. And if not, you will love him at the end of this 20, 25 minutes. So uh, today I've got my friend, Brett Shot Kevis. Shot Kevis. Shot Kevis. Yes, sir. Brett Shot Kevis. All right. <laughs> if you can get that in Scrabble, you will win the game. I promise you. And if you can spell it without reading it on the screen, um, I'll send you a t-shirt. All right, Brett, uh, nice. tell us, I tell us who you are and um, a little bit about you guys and maybe just like the story behind seven figure flipping real quick for, with you. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, man, we started like original with seven figure flipping at the first, very first meeting, uh, met Bill there at the very first meeting. We were all just like babies in this industry. No idea what we we're doing, you know, got there. I just only flipped a few houses. Um, this is what, seven years ago, something to that effect. Um, but yeah, this has been uh, a, a quite a journey for us. We've been flipping, uh, my wife and I, wholesaling for, uh, for that whole time, for six, seven years. Um, and uh, again, just have, have created a beautiful life from it and, and, and had an incredible learning journey with it. Yeah, so Brent and I met at the first. So I remember listening to just the interview you guys on the podcast. It was you guys, then it yeah. was, uh, he interviewed like Simmons after that. And yeah. that. I, re- I remember exactly where I was in Pensacola. I was frustrated. I was going to and from the job site every single day. I was flipping one house a year. And I was like, and you guys were talking about making a million dollars. There was like this race to a, the first person to a million dollars right. was going to get this, this trip, right? This trip to Hawaii or something. Yeah, Fiji or something. Yeah, it was Hawaii. And then I, kn- I know that the mics talked him into Fiji. So Yeah, yeah we kind of twisted the arm a little bit. Yeah and, yeah, and so I was listening to this. I was like, who are these people? who are like these titans in the industry, right? These, they have done all these houses. Like to me, somebody who had done five or six houses the last year or 10 or 15 houses last year was like a god or goddess to me. Like I, I did one and I bought like one rental and I thought that was so hard. I just I had no perspective in that world, right? And so I was listening to this podcast and I still remember exactly where I was. I was like, well, if, if they can go to, if they're in a race to a million dollars and they're going to make a million dollars in a year, then I bet if I just get like 10% of the way, I'll be really happy. Like if, if I can make a hundred thousand or 200,000, 
and they sound like normal people. I, I'd love to meet these folks. All right, fine. I am in. I got to apply and figure this thing out. Like, and that was the start. Like your guys' podcast and Mike and Mike's podcast yeah. were the catalyst to me saying, all right, because uh, I said, I'll put in an application. There's no possible way they're going to accept me. I do not have the experience that he's talking about. And right. they did. It was just like, hey, you've been accepted. Congratulations. And I was like, oh, crap. Now I got to figure out how to come up with $25,000. And I can't believe that <laughs> our altitude program is still $25,000. This was like seven years ago. Inflation is crazy. I'm going to have to oh, revisit Oh, man. Where's that inflation at? Yeah. We're well, going to have yeah. to revisit our pricing for sure. And, and, and it's not just like snacks and waters at the event anymore. It's like we blow it out now. So, um, so we were together for like a year or so. And then, um, and then you guys went and did your own thing, and I stayed in, in the company. But we've caught up recently. If you're listening to this, Brett and his wife, Laura, and their partner, Shannon, joined my eight-figure entrepreneur program. Uh, they're doing some really cool yeah, things so now that we'll get to. But tell, me, tell us a little <clears throat> bit about your, your flipping business right now. What does it look like? Because you guys moved from California uh, to Texas, right? Yeah. So yeah, our flipping business is in Central California. Um, and um, you know, we ran it there for, for many years. And then again, just, you know, we're, we're in California, we have younger girls, our, our kids, we wanted a kind of different culture, different, different lifestyle. So um, we moved to Texas about three years ago to start another company, um, not, not in uh, flipping or wholesaling, but, um, you know, I was, I was uh, in, living in Orange County and all our flips were in Bakersfield. So it was already three hours away, right? You had to drive through LA over the mountains to get into the smog city of Bakersfield. And again, we were like kind of running this virtually already, but only three hours away, right? So we had already created this system where we're doing everything over the phone and WhatsApp and video. Um, so it was really not a huge transition for me to go from Orange County to move to Austin and then still run my flip business. So I was really only going to visit the houses like twice a month anyways. So now it was just like, all right, well, it's kind of the same thing, except now I have a different time zone and um, I'm not going to fly over there. So let's just up our system a little bit better. So we just kind of go with the flow. And this was before COVID, right? So before everything was doing everything virtual, um, you know, we were doing the, the Zoom or uh, yeah, Zoom and we had all the FaceTime. We were doing the 360 videos. So it's been literally like three years now. I have not been back. I mean, we've, we've hired different acquisitions people and stuff, and it was all, you know, I'm in a different state. Like, they didn't know I was real. They thought it was a scam. Like, yeah, I'm not going to meet you. No, just go to these appointments and uh, let me know when you get the contract. Like, we, we went through a whole everything virtually. Um, but it was fantastic. And people think it kind of, they take it for granted now in this post-COVID world that you can do all this stuff. But we were doing it before there was all this stuff. And again, we've not, not gone back to, to Bakersfield or California to see any houses in like three years. So wow. I'm stoked that we've been able to, uh, to run that show. Did you guys have to do anything differently? Is there something that like you, that you changed? So a lot of people ask us all the time about virtual house flipping. Is, yeah. Like what, what was the, what's the key to your success and what's maybe a couple tips that you have for somebody who's trying to do that? Yeah. Um, I think, I think two things, the right people and the right systems. So, um, if you don't have the right people, the right systems are, are not going to work at all. Um, but again, it, it was it was people that, that we 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 built into right. We put a lot of uh, of training, a lot of trust, and we did it all with systems. So we did it all virtually. We did it all with, uh, especially with like training for repairs and, and and a project manager and how to run. So we run a construction company there, 
Um, and again, doing all of that from over here where, where they are literally on the phone showing me the walkthrough house. And I'm asking like, well, in my video, it, it looks all pixelated. Like, how does this floor really look? How is this paint? Like, how does how that texture really look, right? So it was a lot of trust that we had to develop there. Um, but we would just leverage different systems. So we started doing the 360 walkthroughs of the houses before we bought it and then at different stages during the rehab so that I can go uh, load it to YouTube, spin around the house and I can see everything, right? And I can see like, okay, if I need to make a, a payment to this contractor, you know, how much work has he actually done? And again, I can't be able to walk through this in, in person. So we did a lot of uh, uh, growth with our team and again, all virtually um, to be able to trust them and, and have set the expectations of what they should be doing so that I'm not in a, a position of risk. Yeah, I think you nailed it. The, the people are really important in any business, frankly, uh, especially virtual, because yeah. there's a lot of trust that has to happen. Because, uh, I, look, I was um, trying to grow, like massively grow a flipping business um, down in Pensacola. And the, the contractor problem that we have was so significant that I was like, I just don't trust that what, with what I'm getting. And so we make like mm -hmm. surprise visits down there and things from time to time, and it just would not match what our understanding was um, of what was happening. And it just said, you know what, this is, I found in business, like people are the ultimate system. That's it. Like yeah. find the right people that you can trust that are motivated and, and going in the same direction as you. It's a game changer. And, and then you can build some of the software and things like that around that, like you said. Um, so you, what, how many houses were you doing when you were living there? And what are you guys doing now? And I, I think you mentioned to me, yeah. it's like, you're really not like spending any time on it or you want to spend a lot less time. Yeah. So when I was in California, we, we were consistent for, for several years about flipping about 50 houses a year. And, um, and that was, that was great for me. Um, I, I, I never had this big dream of like having this huge house flipping company. I really love, love construction and love what we do in the transformation. Um, but I, I knew there was something else I wanted to do. Um, I guess, uh, I'll, I'll come to that back later, but yeah, we were doing about 50 and then now we're consistently for the last few years We do about 30 um, and again, I'm totally happy with that. I'm it allows me to be pretty hands-off um, With what our current team is it's like very manageable for me where it's it, it, it's almost passive It's just a few hours a week uh, You know doing that kind of stuff. I still have to sign docs here in, you know in Texas for incentive but California and that kind of stuff, but Ultimately, um, 30 has been super consistent, super uh, manageable with the systems that we have and allow me to essentially just, you know, that's all passive income for me. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been a system that, you know, with the right people and the right training and really investing them has been able to work. Mm. So uh, I remember having a conversation with Terry Berger. He was still going and signing closing documents and things like that. And I was like, Terry, you've got to be yeah. kidding me. I was over at his house. And he's like, oh, I got to run right. for a closing. I was like, what are you even talking about? Why are you doing that? Just give permission to an ops manager, somebody in your company to sign documents for you. And he's like, all right, fine. It took me like two years to, to rip that off of him. So um, I would highly yeah. encourage you, Brett, to get somebody that you trust inside the company <laughs> that can sign certain documents for right. you so you can stop doing that. But um, you found something that uh, the reason why you guys, I think it was, it sounds like, and maybe it's not, but you moved to Texas and you had this other concept, yep. this other idea that you were interested in. The cool thing before yeah. we kind of shift gears to that is that you, you understand the skill, you understand the model, you understand the way that you can make money flipping and you continue to do that. 
Um, I, I actually, mm-hmm. before we kind of came back together with the eight figure stuff, I actually thought that you shut that down completely and went all in on this, oh, yeah. this other uh, strategy. So it's really cool to hear that. And I think for anybody listening, it's like the stuff that you learn throughout, like you join a mastermind, you jump in, you start learning how to scale and grow. You can continue to do that stuff. I just did a podcast with Jason Yarusi about multifamily investments. And what I love is I can still have this kind of active wholesaling flipping business. I can have this seven figure flipping business, yeah. the coaching business, and all that is active income. I have to work. Uh, the mm-hmm. flipping and wholesaling business is a little bit passive, but somebody's got to be working in there all the time. And then I take my money and I go right. invest in that other area. So, um, so you guys created another stream of income, which was also in real estate, but also very heavy in operations. So uh, let's talk yeah. about that a little bit. And, and why? Why did you do that? So, okay, so we're in California. You know, we, we're, we're flipping 50 houses a year. And, and I, again, I, I love the drive. I love the challenge. I want to continue to grow. And I'm, I'm, that's my biggest thing. It's not just the money. I want to expand myself. And I knew that for me personally, my path was not to get to a hundred houses that I'm flipping or a thousand houses that I'm flipping. That that wasn't it. Just wasn't in my in my cards. I just didn't. I didn't want to do that. Um, I wanted to have a, a big business, and um, I was just waiting for an opportunity. So um, what we ended up doing, we ended up moving to Texas and starting an assisted living. And uh, so we we run a platinum style assisted living. So it's a 16 bedroom. Uh, kind of just mansion of a home and and really what it is there there's two things that are um, are common in assisted living right there's the big box facility where you got 100 beds right but you have all the amenities that mom wants right the real like nurse care the private rooms the chef the salon all that kind of stuff right but it's smelly and it's gross on the other side of it is like this smaller residential style it's kind of more mom and pop right they don't have the amenities they can't financially afford the real director or the nurse right those are the two kind of common options. And I thought to myself, well, I really want to do this space. Um, I know that I can take my current house flipping and wholesaling knowledge and be able to transition into that space. So we just created a new niche and we said, Hey, we want to take all the amenities, everything that mom wants or grandma wants at the end of life. And we want to take um, the advantages from that small model. Right. And we want instead of having a six bed or an eight bed, we want to have a 16 bed. Right. But we want it to feel like a home and not just a home, just like a, a big old mansion of a home. So we created this, um, this new niche, right? And we call it a platinum style assisted living. And it, ultimately we have all the care that you're gonna want for end of life in the location you want to have. So it, it has been like phenomenal for us because again, I was able to take my skill set from, from flipping houses, from construction, from marketing, from people managing, from hiring, from raising money. Those are the things that I already knew how to do. I knew zilch about medical, right? And I knew that I didn't have to know anything about it. I knew that I could find the right person to do it. And it's important because if I went into this, going that residential assisted living model with the six, eight beds, there's not the finances to be able to actually do that, right? With 16 beds, again, we're, we're at like five, $6,000 a bed, right? I can have $90,000 of top line income. And because of that 90 grand a month, I'm able to have the best of the best, right? I can hire the best directors. I can hire the, the, have the salon, the private chef. I can have all the amenities that you can get in the big facility, but in this like very small style, 16 bedroom custom mansion home. And because of that niche, we are seeing like the most um, uh, amazing amount of demand. I mean, literally like 55 people on our wait list. We were full within four months. Right. So it's a completely new market where there's this huge wave of people that are that are aging. But what are their two options? 
right? I think they're, neither of their options are really good options. Big facility where they get the care they need or small mom and pop run where again, they're, they're, still, they're still not getting all of everything they want. So why can't we just put all of the thing together and, and package it up? So that's what we did. And it's been phenomenal for us because again, I'm able to be me, all right? I'm a real estate investor. I'm able to do that. We're building, new, new, um, we're building our own neighborhood now of these assisted living models. Um, but I didn't have to go and learn what I didn't already know. I was able to bring in a partner who had that expertise because we could afford it. And uh, we're really able to create a product, a new niche or opportunity where, again, it's the best for the end of life care. It's what our, our seniors really want and need. So when you, can you talk me through the model a little bit? So what was like the, yeah. you guys, I moved to Texas and did, was it a ground up new construction? Was it a house that you converted? Um, what, just talk me through that a little bit. Yeah, so we, um, we actually bought a house. We were still living in California. We bought this house in Texas and um, before we even moved. So again, we just kind of burned the boats. We went all in, right? Like I, I wanted to move to Texas regardless, right? So um, I pursued this opportunity. We, we moved our family, our kids away from, from everything, all of our families, uh, moved to Texas. And again, it was, it was kind of a kick in the face. Like I, I, I was gonna pursue this residential assisted living model and have like 10 beds. Cause we bought this home. I knew I could convert some of these areas and get 10 bedrooms. But when I started putting the money in there and I meant, okay, if I'm at 5,500 a month times for rent times 10, 55,000, and then I start subtracting all these different things, I'm like, man, there's, there's, there's like, like 10 grand in here, best case scenario. What if I have two empty beds? I'm losing a thousand bucks. Like, and then, and then I, I just, I realized I had to do something different. And I knew that I could do this 16. So we actually ended up doing, um, we remodeled the home, but then we did a huge addition, doubled the size of it. We got 16 bedrooms in there. We, 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 um, we found a way to get a salon in there. We're able to have a chef and, and hire the director. And it was like, well, man, this, this is really what has uh, allowed us to take off and not struggle. Because you see so many of these smaller assisted livings that are kind of mom and pop run and they struggle. Right. Because again, like even if I'm a nurse, I don't want to be trapped in my business all day long. Right. I want an insulation. I want a buffer between me and the challenges that are there. So with having, you know, ninety thousand dollars of income each month, I'm able to insulate myself. I'm able to have the best of the best run the show. I'm able to have multiple caregivers 24 hours a day. I'm able to have the chef. So as things are challenging, as things go along, um, I'm not getting those calls. Right. It, there, there's a chain of command between me and the, and the issues. And uh, it's ultimately able to provide the best quality of care. It's everything that, that they really want, but in the location and the setting and the vibe and the culture that, that you really want when you're, you're 85, 90 years old and you've spent your whole life working, you don't want to go in this like death facility. Okay, so you've got these, this, you bought this house, added a big addition, uh, 16 beds now, and now you're going to do yeah. ground up construction in multiple properties inside of kind of a neighborhood. It was the next evolution of yeah. what your plan is. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. So it's okay. What, what's the next stage of growth that I can do? If, if I can have one of this big custom design mansion, why can't I build a neighborhood of those, right? So again, there's economy of scale with staffing, with financing, with all this kind of stuff. So we bought um, a, a, a nice big plot of land and we're actually going to be doing it like not four houses that look exactly the same. They are, they're, the inside are the same, but the exterior, there's one's got stucco, one's got brick, different, different roofing, different siding. They look like they're four custom designed mansions that were built by the same builder, but they're not identical, right? They don't look like a facility. They don't have the red curb, right? 
What's so important is they actually look like a home, which means there's not a parking lot in front. There's not the red curb in front, right? All the staff parking is in the back. They have an actual like driveway and a front yard and a mailbox and there's a front porch and it actually looks and feels like a home. We were able to redesign and re-engineer the entire inside where again, you don't have the long hallways with bedrooms on both sides, right? We have like 40 feet of glass window wall and, and then like um, the bedrooms on one side. So really you come out of your room, you're not staring at someone else's bedroom, right? You're looking at this like huge uh, 10 foot high glass wall um, and then the garden outside, all right? So we kind of just, we took this idea of um, let's not do a, a, a new construction that feels like a big box, it's just small. Let's design it like a boutique hotel. Uh, so Laura went through and just kind of redesigned everything from every little problem that you see where they either they look like a facility they look like a hotel, you walk in and there's like the nurse station there. None of that, we scratch it. It looks like this like high-end luxury hotel that's small with 16 rooms. Hmm. That sounds amazing. Um, so, so you took what somebody was already doing in the kind of residential assisted living space and you, you guys yeah. just said, what if dot, 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 like what if we could do this and the numbers would be yeah. a lot better, all this stuff would be a lot better and you kind of like smashed it together and made your own category basically is that right yeah yeah so it i mean there's a lot to be said for residential style assisted living right it's better than a big box but there's still so many disadvantages to that right like what if you have memory care what if you need medication management you don't have the actual professionals to be able to do that so what's the next evolution how can i do that even better and that's what we did we said all right let's throw out all the uh, disadvantages let's take all the advantages and let's just put it in a model and until we can make it work and we get everything that not really what we want but how do we get what the the daughter wants what the mom wants how, how do they win and because they win we're able to win so what's the i i guess the uh is anybody else out doing this right now no no not the way we're doing it there's okay. some people that'll do like a 16 bed, but it, it feels like a facility still, right? You go in from a big box to a, to a small box and they still look and feel and they smell and it, it's just, no, no one's really doing it. Are you, are you uh, open to share like the numbers of what this produces and stuff like that? One 16 bed property for you guys? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so again, like we talked about this, we are pricing wise, we're competitive with the big boxes charge. So our new construction stuff will be like $6,500 per bed, right? So we're over a uh, hundred grand uh, in income. And then we go through the expenses line by line at the end of the day, we'll, we'll push closer to 40 grand a month uh, net. That's from one of these, right? And we're going to be building four of them. Um, we have one that's running now. So the numbers are super strong. It, from a risk perspective, there, there's incredibly low risk, right? We, we are at a spot or in a niche where you have to have this care if you need it. Where we're not talking about like you're 65 to 75 years old, like riding around on a golf cart and you're gonna come live with us, right? Like that's not the stage of life. We are talking about like the last one to two years of life where again, you, you, you have briefs and, and daughter can't take that anymore. She can't, she can't keep changing you every day for, you know, she's done it for years already, right? After that point, um, where do you go from there, right? Is your option a big box? You know, most of our clients have come from big box. As people are, they're building so many of these big facilities around us, hundred beds, not worried about that at all. Those are, are part of our funnel. All of our people are coming from a big box after six months or 12 months of bad care. Because again, how do you have that much staff, that many people? I mean, they run, they run like 20 caregiver or excuse me, one caregiver to 20 people, right? Like, 
the, the, the quality of care, the design, the building, the elegance, the, the everything uh, amenity-wise that you would get if you have 100 people, it's just that much better when it's brought down to a scale of 16 people. So we are, we are finding a way for our clients to win, and because of that, we are winning. Okay, so just so I'm clear, right now you're seeing something around thirty dollars to $40,000 a month net to you guys with fully, sta- like fully staffed, full beds, after yeah. expenses. Per building. Yes. So you're that, so if you building. had one building, you're looking at like anywhere from four hundred thousand to five hundred thousand dollars a year net. If you have four of those, you can do the math. You're somewhere uh, under two million to two million dollars. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty but amazing. The important thing is like I know it is amazing, but if I had to do all of that and have those great numbers, but still be like trapped in the business, it wouldn't be worth it for me, right? I would go do some other niche or opportunity. Right. But again, we said we can hire the best of this. That's for one. Now you times that by four, right? There's still economy of scale and everything. So I can have multiple layers of insulation from me to any potential call outs, any potential drama, any, you know, life is not easy and, and business is not easy, right? There's challenges. So if I was going, going to go this route of having an eight bed assisted living, I mean, I'm going to have, I can afford one caregiver. What happens when that one caregiver calls in sick? Does that mean I have to go in on Christmas? Does that mean I have to go in in the middle of the night? Like, I don't want that. That's not the lifestyle for me, right? I'm not a nurse type. Like, I'm the the um, real estate guy. I want to be in my lane, do the real estate stuff, and I want to build this stuff, and, and I want to solve problems and, and bigger problems. But it allows me to do me because um, because I can afford the people who are in their lane who can take care of that that you know that, those things. Yeah, so I, I think this is really beneficial because somebody – like there's a lot of things that are going at play here, right? Um, one is the baby boomers are getting older and you're, yeah. they're starting to get into these facilities. And there's, there's so many of them, <laughs> right? They're, yeah. they're everywhere. So you can only see that start ticking up in the future and the writing's on the wall for that stuff for sure. So something I've been watching is where, where do these people go? What are they doing? So Because I'm watching the re- residential space, right? They're selling their homes to us. They're selling their homes and moving somewhere else. They're downsizing. They're doing all of these things. So I'm watching that. And what you're doing is like you're the next step for them um, as they start moving from, like you said, facility to facility to facility. Where are they going after they sell their house? Where are they going after they go into the big box? If they don't love it, they're in a six-month contract, one-year contract, and they're leaving. And you have 55 people on a wait list. So the risk, like you said, and demand is high. Uh, supply is really low. Yeah. There's not a lot of people. You're the only person doing this and teaching it now that you guys are starting to teach right. this stuff. So it's very interesting to see. I'm really excited for you. And I think it's a great opportunity just to open our audience eyes to because they have all the stuff that you had, right? They have the, the yeah. systems, the process, the hiring, the money. They understand those things. And, and then it could be yeah. the next evolution for some of our bigger flippers or even some of our people who are just getting started who say, you know what? I might not want to start here. I want to start somewhere else. So th- that's why I'm trying to expose people to, to lots of different opportunities out there in that a lot of times people come to us and they want to be flippers and wholesalers and they realize they might join our mastermind group and realize this is not for me. Like the $15,000 mm-hmm. or $25,000 you spent for that year, um, what you don't realize is you learning that it's not for you is just as powerful, if not more powerful, than learning that it is for you. So that is not bad. It's not money that's, that's, that was wasted. 
It's money that moved you to the point and give you the information and the knowledge and all these things to allow you to become the person that you need to become and do the thing that you need to do. So what I thought was cool is Brett and Laura were part of our community for a while. They learned all these skills and they started developing and continued and they said, you know what? There's something in my heart. There's something I'm getting to tap. I'm interested in checking this out. And they found this niche. They found this thing. And then they were able to innovate on that and become the experts. And then while still doing the other thing that they did, probably during that time to continue to fund their lifestyle and their family and all that stuff while they could build something like this. Without that, they would have to go back and get jobs to create this thing because you don't build a 16-bed assisted uh, boutique assisted living, like this platinum assisted living in yeah. like one month. And so you, no, you yeah, have exactly. to fund your life while you're doing that. And so yeah. it's really cool to see this evolution. And so if you're listening to this, who knows? Like this could be the next thing for you. I think it's really smart. When Brett and Laura were telling me about it, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is genius. And so, um, so what are you guys doing now? You're doing like uh, some coaching in this too. So to talk about that for a minute and then we'll, we'll uh, tell other people how they can find out more about that. Yeah. So again, um, I mean, for me, it was a clear evolution, right? I was ready for what's next, right? I kept asking myself for years, I was waiting for the right opportunity while I'm flipping and wholesaling, right? What's next? And this is what was next for me. And I think there's people that um, are, are asking the same question, what's next after flipping or wholesaling, right? And again, we were able to continue to run that business with systems and get onto the next thing so that all of that income we were still having uh, flipping is now passive. But really the biggest breakthrough for me, like with the ups and downs, you know, of flipping and wholesaling, there's not the ups and downs here. There was so much stability. It's made the hugest difference in my financial freedom and my time freedom. So that's why I love this. I want to share with people like here is an amazing opportunity, this new niche that we've kind of carved out because you're able to make this income because it's stabilized, right? We're, we have 16 beds, but you only have to fill a bed every couple months, right? There, it's not like it's like you're just blowing through people. Um, it's very stabilized as far as your income. So it's, it's been very stabilized with income. It's been very stabilized with time. So it's made an incredible impact for my family and my personal life uh, and my financial life. So. Um, I guess that all that being said, right, it is, it is, it is something I love. I'm so passionate about it because it has changed my life and we're teaching people how to do this thing, right? There's so many people who have applicable skill sets to it and you don't have to have the entire skill set. You don't have to have that like nurse or healthcare background. If you already have the, the, you know, the business entrepreneurship, the real estate, the raising money, the marketing, if you have some of those things, we put together the entire system. That way you can say, okay, well, I don't know this, but here you can show me how to do that. You can show me how to hire that. You can show me who I'm looking for so that you can have the whole package and be able to do this kind of opportunity. So I'm excited for you. Uh, when Brett came to me to talk about the eight figure entrepreneur group, um, I was like, Hey, we're actually like closed. Like we're sold out. We're at 12, uh, I can't help you. Um, and he wanted to launch and do more in the coaching space. And I love it. This is something that fills me up. I really get excited when like making offers and different things and, and events and, and building out mastermind groups and stuff is like, it's my life. Right. And I love it. And so I went out to our 12 people and I said, Hey, um, we got this, we got this guy and his wife and their partner who are doing something that none of you are doing and that none of you know about. And so do you, can, can we let them in and you guys can learn what they're doing and, and they'll talk about it. And because 
I'd say all 12 of those are in a position where they could do this and add this on. Like I'm, I'm somebody, I, yeah. I will tell you like master the thing that you're working on, move to the next thing. Like don't try to do 50 different things at once. You won't do any of them well. And that's what we all try to do as entrepreneurs. So they're all in a positions and they all said, yeah, bring them in, bring them in. We want to learn about this. So it's been really cool to, uh, to have Brett and, and Laura and Shannon talk with them and keep working with them through this. So I'm excited for them. I think it's amazing opportunity and you can hear the passion in Brett's voice. Um, it's just as big in Laura and Shannon's voice of what they want to do and where they're going with this and how much they want to help people. So, uh, so I'm excited, uh, about this, uh, platinum assisted living mentorship group. Is that what it's yeah. called? Right. Palm. Really yeah. cool. Uh, so how can they, how can they get in touch with you if they want to learn more about that? Um, so email me, Brett at PlatinumResortAssistedLiving.com, Brett at PlatinumResortAssistedLiving.com, or uh, find me on Facebook, uh, Brett Schottkiewicz, and it, it is with a C, not an S, Brett Schottkiewicz, <laughs> find me on Facebook. All right, we'll put, the, we'll put the email address in the email, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, we w I'm sure you are going to get uh, quite a bit of interest because this is very, it's something new, it's something that... People don't yeah, know a lot about it. I'm sure there's a lot of, there might be somebody who's a, who is in healthcare and a real estate investor right now. Like what better, mm -hmm. um, what better structure than like a nurse who nurse turned real estate investor to jump into something like this for sure. Right. And then another real estate investor just needs to find that it's, you find the person that, that, that works best with you. So I'm excited about it. Uh, I can't wait to talk them into doing some events and some other exciting things and, uh, and figure that yeah. out. And you guys are, you, you've got some like master classes that you're doing and things like that. So if you guys are interested in learning more, just reach out to Brett and he'll, uh, he'll tell you more about it. I can tell you right now, he likes to talk about this, which is uh, a lot of fun. So they're passionate they're and they're, they're amazing at what they do. So I've seen pictures of this place. Um, it's, it's really, really amazing. I was watching the whole progression happen uh, online as it was going on the past like year or so. So Brett, thanks for being on, man. I had a great time. You're welcome. Um, nice to have you. We will drop your uh, email and everything in the show notes, and I'll see you guys on the next show. Bye.